What's up, guys? It's Lisa. We're all well into our coronavirus quarantine, and needless to say, it's been a trying time for all of us. We've had to change our daily routines, many of us haven't even left the house, gyms are closed, and overnight, most of our relationships went virtual. So how can we come out of this quarantine stronger, healthier, and even more connected? Well, I've taken this opportunity to talk to some of my favorite people on my Instagram Live to get their advice on these very issues, and have found the conversation so freaking helpful that I wanted to share them here as well. So over the next couple of months, we'll be posting bonus episodes every Friday to help us get through this quarantine stronger together. It's time for another solo Q&A, but this time I'm going to change it up a bit. And I'm bringing on someone very special last minute, which they didn't actually realize they were going to be a part of. So guys, I'm not going to say who it is. It's someone very, very dear to me. No, it's not Tom. (laughs) No, it's not working. Oh my God, that was perfect. Um, No, it's not her. Guys, go check it out. We talk about everything from the secrets to making real change in your life, as well as helping the people you love to have real transformation. Peace out. Guys, if you haven't seen one of my Q&As before, I love doing face-to-face questions. So if you want to join me on this live, um, put in a request. The only thing I do request is be prepared. Sometimes when I join, it's like the camera's facing the ceiling um, and then have your question ready. Um, But yeah, I really do prefer and enjoy that. So, all right, what up Los Angeles? Got some people joining from LA. Um, Let San Diego up in the house. What up, bad... Uh, bad bad jewelry cool um all right so i've if you're ready i've got some questions let's dive in i've got my first question mm-hmm. all right this is from bear with me while i find the question um i'm so loving that you guys do submit questions by the way and i like to do the stickers at the bottom that way people can actually um read if they're joining at any point but uh, aha I don't know, is that, I am not very good at this though. So, um, and in fact, this is a great time to show how not to get flustered when you're not really knowing what you're doing. And if you are prepared and then you, or you think you're prepared and you turn up and you realize, oh shit, I'm actually not prepared at all. So that is me right now. Um, and so I'm just addressing it. That's one thing that I do that if I don't know what I'm doing or if I'm failing, I just actually say it out loud. I used to be the person that would hide and not say anything and like hope, like I hope no one realizes that I'm actually not good at this. And now I actually, just lean into it it brings down my anxiety i don't get flustered i don't feel shitty about myself i'm just like hey guys bear with me while i'm trying to figure it out so that's actually real time how i do things like that um all right and i've got a question Mm, uh, oh i've got so many questions um I can't find the question. Oh god this um lady who i freaking admire has written a lot of questions Um, all right, I, I can't find the question, so I'm just actually just going to answer because I don't want to bore you guys. So the question was, how do you separate emotion from logic and reason, especially when making a decision? All right, so here's the thing. I personally cannot separate my emotions with a logical reasoning. And I've just like, how many times do I have to be in that situation to go, yeah, Lisa, you're not good at it. Every time I try, when I'm in my heightened emotion, I use my my tactics and my strategies that I've put into place. And then it ends up like not really working because I'm so emotional. I'm just gonna tilt this down because my headroom is horrendous. Oh, and I'm wearing shorts. Um, so 
what I do is I just realize I didn't beat myself up over it. I just realized, okay, Lisa, you're not very good right now when you're emotional to get the logic out of it. Okay, if I know that about myself, what can I do and what can I do differently that is going to get me the result that I want? All right, well, how many times do I have to be in that situation to say, hey, this isn't working? So I go, okay, I know I can't make logic decisions while I'm in emotional. Great, so just don't freaking make logic decisions when you're emotional. So when you're emotional, Lisa, tell yourself this isn't the time to make a decision. And then give yourself the grace. But what I do is I can't stay there because what I used to do back in the day, I would put play, you know, sad music and I would just emphasize and like really lean into that emotion. And that didn't serve me. I would end up over time, I would be like, it would take me one day, two days, three days to get out of that emotional turmoil. So now what I do is I don't lean into it. I um, do other things that try and distract me, like fun music. But even if I'm not in the mood for that and I'm just pissed or I'm sad or I'm emotional, I just say, cool, give yourself a time limit. What is the time limit? 20 minutes, an hour, feel sorry for yourself, let yourself be emotional, do whatever you need to do, and then when it's over, freaking stop. Switch that mindset and go, cool, I've allowed myself to lick my wounds, now I've gotta get up, because if I don't freaking get up, I'm not gonna get to my goal. So I push myself to get up, I then get up, and that's when I go, cool, I'm actually not emotional anymore. Now I can look at the facts, like it comes to the facts, what are the facts about this situation? Then I can look at it without bringing my emotion into it. But you have to first get the emotion out of it. So I personally have never learned on how to be emotional and come up with a logical um, decision at the same time. And so I'm like, cool, um, what my new strategy or the strategy I do now works for me. So I've just kept doing that. All right, gonna do some shout outs. It's from San Diego, Canada, Philadelphia, France, Sweden, India, Florida, Bosnia, and her Herzegovina? Wow, I've never even heard of where where is that? Is that in Bosnia? That's so freaking amazing. Please let me know where that is. I'm actually not very good at geography, but um yeah, would um love to know where that location is. Alright, so I'm gonna do a video question. If you guys have requested to join, let's see who has requested and do you have a question? Oh wait a second. Wait a second. I may know this human being. Is she there? Is she there? Is she there? Bear with me, guys, because if she's there and she joins, this is going to be fire. Come on. Waiting for Diana. Nope. All right. So if she ain't going to join, then I'm going to meet, go to somebody else that was sad. I'm going to keep, I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, okay. Here we go. How do you stay motivated to work out when you don't see the results and desires? So I used to be the person that was, would force myself to be on the treadmill no matter how lot, like um, no matter how tired I was, I wouldn't listen to my body. I was like, if you don't, if you don't do 30 minutes, you're worse. Like if you don't do 30 minutes, like, are you, are you really telling yourself that you don't want to, you know, be fit? That was the um, terrible internal dialogue that I used to have with myself. And so I would beat myself up. I would feel guilty if I didn't go to the gym. And the sad news is that would make me less motivated the next day and less motivated the next day after that, because I was forcing myself to do it when I didn't really want to do it. So I started to realize that I was actually focusing on the wrong thing. First of all, I was focused on, did I go there? Yes or no. And then how long did I run for? Like that, how many calories did I burn? That was my focus. And it wasn't motivating. It wasn't encouraging. It wasn't um, in, like pushing me to keep going. So I realized just like with business, just like in life, you have to, so like, in fact, 
but business, perfect example. Stop chasing the money. Chase the fulfillment in what you do. Stop chasing the money and the money will eventually come. But if you don't have fulfillment, forcing yourself to get up every day just to earn another dollar, it, it won't stick with you. It won't stick with you on days that you're tired and you're pissed off or you're exhausted. Like that shit won't happen. So for me, it's like instead of focusing on the external, right? Like the, I need to go to the gym so that my body looks good. It's very external. I can't relate to that emotionally. So for me, anytime I lack emotion, uh, motivation, I have to connect emotionally emotionally to what I want to be motivated towards. So like for the instance, the gym, it's like, instead of now looking at my body, I'm like, how do I feel? When I lift weights, I feel powerful. It is no one else is there. No one else can help me. I'm either lifting that weight or I'm not. I either was lifting it the day before, or, you know, I'm either doing it or I'm not. And so when I go, cool, Lisa, you just curled 20 pounds. That's freaking amazing. Next week, I'm gonna curl 20 pounds again freaking amazing. Now I feel good about it. Then I get excited. Ooh, what would happen, Lisa, if I call 22.5 pounds? Can I do it? And now I'm challenging myself. I'm getting myself excited about it. I'm connecting my emotion to it. Because if I'm just saying, are you getting up and working out, Lisa? That it doesn't push me to do it. So I would say right now, what is the thing that is exciting for you to work out? Because every day you will not see the results. It's like mindset and growth in mindset. Everything that I'm saying right now, if there's a tip that you guys have taken from this live, for instance, and you take the tip, and you go and implement it tomorrow. It's not a one and done thing. You're gonna to have to consistently do it in order to get to that place. So for me, I've worked on finding what that motivation, emotional connection is for me, attaching myself to it, reminding myself of that every day. And then it becomes a habit that I now just automatically, like I literally don't even think about it. I don't think about whether I'm gonna work out today or not because I've used my emotion to get me excited. That's developed into my habit. And now I've just got a habit and I wake up every Every day and I work out. So um, there you go. Mic drop. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with highs as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply.
As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about. That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. All right, next question. I'm going to see if this person is still here to join. And this is going to be the last time and shame on you if you're not there to join. And I can actually explain why I'm quite, ah, ah, all right, everybody, this is my mom. What up, Diana? <laughs> mom, move the camera up or down, I should say. No, nope, the other way. Sorry, my mistake. Keep going down, down. Nope, the other way, woman. Which way? Down. There. Keep going. Keep going. There it is. All right. So I'm going to put a question underneath your chin. But for now, thank you for joining everybody. This is my mum. This woman, which total side note, has lost a hundred and how many pounds? 16 pounds. 116 pounds. She's about to turn 70 years old and she's just lost this. So actually, mum, I was talking to you earlier. So me and my mum, I called you up this morning just to say hi. And I was like, mum, if you want to, why don't you come and join? I was like, come and join. She's like, well, what am I going to ask you? And I was like, I don't know what you're going to ask me. But in the last 30 minutes, since I dropped the phone to you, mum, and now you're on, I'm actually going to change it up on you. And this wasn't a trick. I promise you it wasn't a trick, but I'm actually going to change it up on you. Because here's, you may ask me a question which, hey, I really hope it's valuable for my audience, but I actually think the most impactful thing that you can tell people right now is how the hell, at the age of 70, were you able to shift your mindset and go from someone who once upon a time used to say, I mean, growing up, right, you, you were very underweight and then you went very overweight and now you found a really healthy balance on exercise and eating right in your 70s. So I hear a lot of women that say it can't be done. Like, I don't know, you know, like it's too late. It's, I, you used to say to me, diets don't work. True. So what happened? And I get it. In fact, I'm going to keep going. I get a lot of questions. I'm hearing an echo actually on your end. Oh, no. No, well, I don't. You know me. I'm not that technical. I right, get, if a... on, if you're watching, get my mum some earbuds because I can hear some echo. Um, but anyway, while you do that, I'm going to say, so you used to say to me, diets don't work for me. I've tried everything. So A, I want to know what shifted. And then B, a lot of people, when I told your story on my Instagram, a lot of people said to me, how do you get your mum 
spouse, loved one, friends to change. And the truth is I try to help change you by throwing money at the situation. I desperately tried and I wasn't able to. It is, so my response to people is they have to want it. So can you give the audience watching right now two things? How on earth did you change your mindset? What do you feel like was that catapult? And then second of all, um, how do you make sure that you um, continually doing it? And then what advice can you give people that may want to help change or influence their partner, mum, sibling? Well, I mean, it's, well, wow, you got me there, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Putting well, you on the spot. It, it got to the stage, I think, in my life where I'm getting older and I'm worried about my weight, which I've always worried about anyway. But um, I'm... So I, I thought to myself, you know what, I want to live longer than I'm going to live if I carry on the way I am, which I'd never really seriously thought about. But as you get older, you kind of think about things like that, you know. So, um, uh, yes, you tried to, to, to do everything you could to make me lose the weight. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Then I started, you know, I, I was paying attention to all your women of impact and Tom's um, videos that he does. And it kind of gave me, gave me a strength to, to kind of think, you know what, I'm going to give it another try, but I don't actually expect that I will go any further than three weeks, four weeks maximum, because that used to be my limit. I would, I would try to do the diets, do the, the healthy options for that amount of time. And then after that, I would just go back to doing what I normally did. It, I don't know, for some reason this time, with listening to you and Tom and, and, and my partner too, just paying, thinking about the future more mm. than anything. So and, would you advise people to scare their parents? I mean... <laughs> no, because <laughs> un, unless, unless you do it yourself and you're ready to do it, you, you won't do it, no matter how many, you know, I did all the normal things. Oh, I'll, I'll start on Monday or I'll wait. I'm going to have a holiday in a couple of weeks. So I'll wait until I come back from the holiday. All those kind of things that you throw out there to, uh, to, to make excuses as to when you're going to start. And everything. This time, there was no excuses, nothing. I just said, I just thought to myself, have a go. And after three or four weeks, I started, I started walking. Now, I couldn't walk 200 yards down the road without having to sit down and uh, take a breath and be tired. And, and I knew that if I carried on like that, my lifespan was going to be very, very short. Mm. But I did a little bit every day and a little bit further every day. And I decided instead of eating the usual rubbish things that I would try and grab a piece of fruit or I would try and, and it just worked up from then. And then I got a momentum going that I was really pleased that I wouldn't weigh myself every day. I made sure it was like two or three weeks in between and I was losing three, four, five pounds every time I weighed myself and that just gave me even more momentum. And then I started, you know, putting on clothes that were smaller than the huge 
clothes that I was wearing and that gave me momentum because I liked what I saw. I just want to interrupt you there because what's amazing is you're doing the opposite to what I would, you had done the opposite to what I actually would have recommended, right? To kind of say like, well, it's only going to be three weeks that you didn't set a big goal. You didn't like, which is amazing. It it always seems like you set yourself up for failing by saying, well, I'm only going to be doing it for three weeks. So that's so fascinating that that in probably not putting pressure on yourself, is that what maybe then led you to yeah, keep yeah, going instead yeah. of saying like, all right, Makes I'm going to go on yeah. a diet. I'm not going to, you know, eat junk. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. So like that weight that that can bring somebody can be crippling. So do you think that in yeah. removing that weight and basically saying, yeah, yeah I'm going to do a couple of weeks yeah. and I'm going to see helped you get yeah. to where you are? Yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. It was just uh, a case of, of, okay, well, I've gone this far. I'm feeling good. I seem to be getting better. I'm losing the weight. I'm walking. I'm doing all the things that, you know, are helping me. And it, it just, just carried on. I, I can't explain why it worked this time and it didn't work for however many years. All right, for people watching, because I want people when they join us to get context, I'm trying to write these little post-its that people, and I just wrote that backwards because I just realized it's a mirror. So I'm actually glad. <laughs> it's quite impressive, actually. So That's you it. lost 115 pounds. All right, so we've got a ton of questions coming in. I'm so sorry. Are you okay that I just put you on the spot here, woman? Um, you did everyone, put me on the spot. For everyone watching, my, my poor mum had no idea I was doing this, and it was just like last minute. So um, a couple of things that people are asking yeah. is, did you have weight loss surgery? Um, and no. then another person saying, how long did it take? So are you open to talking about the weight loss surgery issue? I didn't have weight loss surgery. But no. we had discussed it. Well... It was one of the things that I was, I'd got to the stage in my life when I thought that's the only thing that's going to, to have a, um, a band. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because I thought that that is the only way that I'm going to lose the weight. And, and all my family were dead against that, including you. Um, I've written this back. And yeah, so I, I, only through pressure from all of you, I decided not to do that because yeah. that's what, that was the only reason I didn't do it. But it was the only thing that I thought would help me. I had to lose the weight somehow. And that was, I mean, you know, for people watching, you know, this is, I so respect you for being so open and talking about this. Um, but one thing really was that, um, you know, you had basically said, hey, I really want support. And you're my mom. Like, I, 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 the fear of, God forbid, something happened to you. I was very torn because it's like I didn't want to support you because if you were under the knife at your age, it was very risky. And so I was super tense about saying, yeah, I'll support you because then I would have felt, God forbid, something happened, I would have blamed myself. Um, But at the same time, I never want you to feel like you have children that don't support you because you've been there for me my entire life. So that was really hard for me to really navigate. Um... But like my mum had said, guys, if you're just watching, is that she had watched a lot of content. Now, great that it was Women of Impact and Impact Theory. But um, it's a great way. Do you think people should maybe share content 
obviously it doesn't have to be women of impact or impact theory, but send things to their parents as a, hey, I saw this, I saw that. Like, do you think that that would help? Um, or do you think that like with you, you had to get to the point where you just had enough and no one could have helped you get there except yeah. for yourself? I think, you know, um, uh, it, it's down to, you know, you know, as children say, stop nagging me, mum, and stuff like that. Um, uh, it felt like, you know, in the nicest way that, I mean, my partner never, ever said anything bad about my weight increasing on a, on a regular basis. Um, but it's a case of um, you just... You just don't want to. Um, you, don't, you don't want to accept that what your children are saying is, you know, that's what I should be doing. You have to make the decision mm. yourself, ultimately. And if you don't really want to do it, but you're doing it because your children are saying it, even for the best reasons possible, which obviously, you know, I think all children want their parents to to. Uh, live as long as they possibly can mm. uh, but you know as you get older that is such a reality and to me that was in the back of my mind all the time I want to spend an extra 10-15 years with my family and my loved ones rather than you know um, be obese uh, which which is what it, you know I hate to say the word because I hate the word itself obese but um, um, that's what I had become and um, I'm, I'm... It was it was very hard for me because it's like, I love you so much. I never, ever wanted you to feel like you were never good enough, you know? And that was a really fine line for me to have to make sure that I walked in letting you know it is about your longevity and that is it. I do not care how much you weigh if it didn't have an effect on your lifespan. And that was really hard for me to navigate because I wanted you to know how much I loved you. And look, I didn't want you to feel shitty about yourself by me saying, hey, mom, maybe you need to lose weight. And it, so it was very difficult it was like how do I frame it that it's not about your phys the way you look and how can it be about hey I want you to be around when you know Tom and I are in our 50s and I want you to be around when this happens and it's like you know I'm gunning for an academy award in fact that's another thing that I hang over my mum's head I'm gunning 